Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. What up, Doe? We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Matt, let's take a look at the Week 8 action. I'll let you get to the Ohio State, or excuse me, the Michigan-Penn State game. I'm sure you're itching to talk about that. But I have to say two things I want to bring up. FSU is 0-3 at home for the first time since 1973. They have five games left. They need to win four of them to go bowling. Their next three weeks are games against a decent Boston College team, a decent Syracuse team, and then at Clemson. Matt, I think their 35-year streak is in serious jeopardy. And oh, then, preach. Did, did the Purdue players secretly conspire to lose that game against Rutgers in order to keep <laughs> wrong? That loss against the Scarlet Knights threw some serious water on the Jeff Brom hype, and I think it might keep them in town. For at least one year longer. Dude, what are your thoughts I, on there week? wasn't a Big Ten team that I was more disappointed in than Purdue. I have no idea how that happened. Yeah. Also, decent Syracuse team. They beat Clemson, and then they have Miami on the rope, son. That's a tough game well, yeah, for Florida they, State. Fair. They're, they're good. How about that? I'm not going to say they're great. I had a really hard time focusing on anything else because I was just so bitterly disappointed in the way that Michigan played on Saturday night. They're extremely mediocre. Extremely, extremely, extremely mediocre. Notre Dame waxed USC. Uh, Alabama waxed Tennessee. I don't know that there were a whole bunch of whole bunch of shockers or surprises out of week eight. Best game was maybe Friday night, Thursday night, when uh, Memphis comes back against Houston. Little Right, yeah. Little, little American Conference action. Gotta love it. I love the act. The act. Act. All right, Evan. Let's talk uh, Let's talk top 25. You ready for the roll call? Let's do All it. All right, when Evan calls your name, please say here. Evan, go ahead. Take us to the top 10. Okay, folks. Not much changed, as Matt said. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Penn State. Number three, Georgia. Number four, TCU. Number five, Wisconsin. Number six, Ohio State. Number seven, Clemson. Number eight, Miami. And number nine, Notre Dame. Rounding out the top 10. Number 10, Oklahoma. All right, big movers outside of the top 10. We have USC tumbling down 10 spots to number 25 after being murdered by Notre Dame at home. We are, we are saying farewell to at Michigan. They left the party. They left, ran out of beer. Their Uber came. But, Matt, we're welcoming to the party number 25, Iowa State. The Cyclones defeated Texas Tech 31-13. to Shout out to Eric Davis. Friend of the pod, regular downloader. Shout out Eric. Iowa State, Matt, is 5-2. and two. Matt Campbell. I think we can we can confirm they are at least decent. Oh, their remaining I think games, they're good. TCU, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. Matt, the Cyclones are bowling this year, for sure. Oh, 100. 100. I like Iowa State. I like what they've done. they got a lot of momentum going on. You know, that one of their losses is in the Iowa game, which you had a lot of things just, just not go their way. And sometimes that Absolutely. happens in college football, but uh, I'm high on the Cyclones. I'm high on the Memphis Tigers. I think they're getting shafted being at number 24. They have had some quality wins. They had a, had a game in which they really had to get tough and, and hunker down at the end against Houston this week, which they did, and you got to respect that. USC, though, please, like, head up to get-go, and I need you to grab about three – Three three cases, like minimum. What like you need about a half hour break from this party because you are, don't deserve to be here in any way. Should have lost to Texas. That got trounced, trounced. 
by Notre Dame. I don't. I I haven't they believed do. in this team all year. I haven't seen anything that's said. Hey, you know what, Matt? You're like kind of being unfair to USC. I do. I do. I think the top ten is solid, and I think your birthday looms still the biggest college football game of the year so far, aside from next Saturday when Penn State visits Columbus. After that, we, we got Cannot we'll be treated with bedlam. And the Pokes and the Sooners are going to meet up for an old-fashioned shootout. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. So, Matt, this offseason, there was a lot of hype about this year being the year of the quarterback. You and I, we're going to revisit this real quick. <laughs> I will, let me tell the audience. You wanted to do a podcast based on the year of the quarterback. Just on that topic. And I was against it. I was no. against it because, honestly, I thought, like, oh, it's obvious. It's all, every year is the year of the quarterback. You need good quarterback to play to, to like, win. And then ESPN ran an article with that exact title like three weeks after you brought it up, and I felt bad. I was like, Matt, beat him to the punch, man. He knew, saw it coming. But in retrospect, I don't feel that bad because I think the QB hype has been a bit premature. I think a lot of those QBs they hyped up in the preseason have not been living up to it. I'm specifically thinking about Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen out of UCLA, but I think we could think of some more if we really put our noggins to it. Matt, what are your thoughts on the year of the QB? And who do you think was the most overhyped QB? Uh, Darnold so far, definitely the most overhyped. It's hard to say with Francois being injured in the opening night. Like, what exactly. what does his season look like? Lamar Jackson, he doesn't look like Lamar Jackson last year, but he still numbers wise has put up a good still putting up mm-hmm. put up a good season so far. His problem is that Louisville has two losses at this point, so they're not as much in the conversation as they were previously. So, Darnold, definitely. After that, Rosen, not a big, like, if you're going to be loud and draw attention to yourself and kind of be outspoken, that's fine, but you got to back it up in the field. And, like, I've not seen that from from Josh Rosen in any way. I think it hasn't been your okay. quarterback. There have been some pr- surprises at quarterback, though. I'm thinking um, Fromm down at Georgia was a pleasant surprise when he got injured. Back who, who is your off the – Who's the QB that was off the radar in the beginning of the season that has impressed you most so far? Huh. Well, you'd be a fool if you didn't say from. I I think Agreed. Kelly Bryant at Clemson, though, would be my next. That was also a very pleasant My next pick man. because I was kind of down on Clemson coming out of the ACC, losing Deshaun Watson, but then Bryant has stepped up in ways that I did not expect at all. Agreed. Agreed. Now – who would you want under setter leading your offense in a theoretical 90-yard must-score-a-TD fourth-quarter drive? I think I would between – I think my top three would be Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Trace McSworley, honorable mentions, old man time JT Barrett, maybe Jake Fromm, and I will Fromm? say Dick Browning. Fromm? 18. From, really? Two minutes? Good. I, I want a good guy In the there. finals. I want a good guy out it's there. It's the natty. The natty's on the line. We got two minutes. You're not picking from. Not these are the great season. You're not I said from. honorable mention. That, that was honorable mention. I also want to point out we haven't said his name. Jake Browning is having a quietly good year. Yeah, you're also throwing uh, shade at Kenny Hill. T- Kenny Hill got the number four team. Got the Horn Frogs rolling. <laughs> haven't mentioned him. Fair, fair, fair. I just want to. I just want to point out Browning, maybe one of the QBs that is living up to his hype. Okay. Similar numbers to last year's TDs are down, but so is his INTs. Completions are up. Yep. Yep, QBR's on point. But anyways, back to the question. Matt, theoretical, fourth quarter, must score a touchdown to win. All right, I know this is the wrong answer, but you'll say it anyways. JT Barrett, if I had to pick one. 
I don't. If I have to pick one, you, it's my guy. You, you can't. You can never doubt out called experience. But you can't keep and saying he's the guy. He's old the guy, man he's the guy, and like not be able to close. That's I. I believe in his talent. I in high pressure situations though, we haven't seen him convert. When they won the Natty, he was hurt. That was Cardell Jones. So you just said you'd pick him, yep. and then you laid out a case against yep. him. Because when I started, I said it was okay. the right answer. I got to tell you, gut instinct. If you're like, okay, like, all right, the uh, we're running college football, Space Jam, aliens are here, and you got to pick a team, and you're starting with quarterback. Who do you start with? My first pick, JT Barry. The aliens make raise the ante. Who's I don't know your if pick? I want Jalen Who's Hurts. your pick? So the aliens I, I are mean, right. I, Who's your pick? No, I'm sticking Jalen Hurts, man. I, I I love that pick. Throwing the young buck out there. Oh, young buck, son. He's like compared two, to JT. He Barrett. has two turnovers in eleven games. I, love it. Anybody who's watched Michigan football lately would absolutely slobber over that. Preach. <laughs> All right, topic two. Topic two. We're talking blue bloods and the coaching carousel. You ready for this? Let's. So, in thinking about Butch Jones being on the hot seat and. I, myself, I, I was like running today and laughing to myself. Like, remember last year when I thought James Franklin was on the hot seat after they lost to Pittsburgh and they were like kind of mediocre? And you're like, this dude's about to run the table to the national title. You're a clown. So we do get in this way. Part of it's an entertainment factor of like the drama of like, okay, who's in, who's yeah, out, and, and like that's like media and, and how we do it and is funny and gets a lot of clicks and whatever. But there are only a few programs who can justifiably say every single year we should be in the national title race and if we're not we need a new coach it's less than the amount of teams that act like they should be in that conversation i'm agreed strongly thinking about lsu when i make that statement but the entire sec has a weird (laughs) mindset agreed i don't i don't think you see it in any other conference but for some reason those fans put i get it like you're a fan you want your team to do well but they put their expectations away Arkansas fans probably came in this year thinking yep. this is our yep. year for the yep. Natty, man. Yep, yep. No, I, and I agree with I that. It's just like, it. guys, only one team can win. So mm-hmm. we can't just fire everybody every year if you don't win, especially when this dark lord, Nick Saban, runs the planet. Agreed. So we're going to define blue blood programs as programs that need to be in the Natty every single year. Otherwise, there's going to be a coaching change. I'll expand every single year to every three years list the teams that you believe belong in this group go okay i don't necessarily think this makes you a blue blood but sticking with the definition we have on the table right now alabama okay ohio state i was gonna say clemson but i still i think their success might be too soon i think ask me that question in five years uh i think usc is on that list Uh i think i mean i i won i don't think there are this many teams yeah. That should fall into this category. But though I I maybe Florida State. Interesting. So and, and I agree. I wasn't saying like that's like the what a blue blood program is. I just said in the way that we're using it. Because we're you gotta consider yeah, historical absolutely. context. And mm-hmm. if we were somewhere in the nineties or early two thousands, we nobody talked about Alabama this way. But with the precedent that Saban has set, the next coach is Agreed. so Agreed. Screwed. screwed. It's unbelievable. Screwed. Agreed. I was I was just making that point because yeah. like I think Michigan is a blue blood program. Yes, they do not deserve to be on yes. this list. Yes, right now, fifteen years from now, yeah, we have a different conversation. Who knows? The only team I thought you missed on there that I would add to the list is Notre Dame, and I think 
Really? Yeah. They have the highest winning percentage of any Fair. college football program in history, so that stays in the Blue Bloods. You have a, the most national – oh, you have the most Heisman Trophy winners. Fair. Multinational titles. They played, got smoked, but have been in a title game in the last five years. Fair. No. So I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And now I'll you're in, back in the top ten? We've seen big ebbs and flows, I know, from this like Brian Kelly tenure, but there's been a lot of turnover too, right? They had Ty, they had the Charlie Weiss debacle, and now we got the Good Lord. the Brian Kelly experiment. Fair. All right. Nick Saban, greatest of all time? Absolutely. I Yeah. I don't know. Period. Dot. Yes. Agree. I you like look back, I especially with how the game is played today, the amount of like effort and work it, it's more technical now. And it's Agreed. The consistency that he does it with is remarkable. You look, you think about all the teams that dropped last week to not ranked teams. Do you know how many not ranked teams Nick Saban's beaten in a row? How Seventy. Many? Seventy. Jeez, That's a lot, right? It, the, the thing about Saban, I think, is that it's the only program in the country where they can come back next year and we cannot know the name of their quarterback but rank them number one. Because that was literally last year. Jalen yeah. Hurts. Who is this guy? And, and we're like, well, it doesn't matter. That's the only yep. that's the only situation which you're like, because you're like, oh, Deshaun Watson, Clemson's not going to be good. That was my reaction. Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody loses a big-time quarterback, you're like, eh, you got some work to do, right? Agreed. Who's currently the best coach not to win a national title? Ooh, not to win a national title. Uh, D'Antonio, I would I, say. Maybe I'm big too much Big Homer, but. Love it. I was going to say the same thing. That w- I mean, they. Of all the coaches to not win a title, he probably has the most consistency of success. Granted, last year, off year. But I think all coaches are allowed to have off years. Oh, I agree. And it ebbs and flows. And like we just said, you can't win the Natty every single year. Can't do it. So I agree. I think there's some other people who are kind of in that mix. Have you been been really good and been really close? Chris Peterson comes to mind. Agree. Harbaugh in that group? Not for Michigan, but for no. what he did at Stanford? Maybe. I think the two we just mentioned are clearly in front of him. I agree. I agree. I like the D'Antonio. I like the D'Antonio pick. I do. All right. Evan, you've been a little quiet about last week's pick Okay. Any, okay. Any reactions? Any thoughts? Okay. Any, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Matt won again last week. Wait, how many times have I won two, Is there, oh, is there four, a spreadsheet I believe this is your third time. Oh, buddy, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Matt... With his don't pick uh, road teams in October, picks a bunch of road teams and then beats me. He doesn't even follow his own rule, ladies and gentlemen. BS. Let's go. You didn't pick uh, Louisville. LSU, Louisville, Louisville is your Louisville team. Disappointed your me team. yet your again. Team. I picked you guys for the playoffs. You and then you abandoned them. Let down. And then I get off the train, and then you guys just throw me one more middle finger as the train's pulling away. Thanks, Jimbo guys. was literally throwing Thanks. middle fingers at the fans in that game. Literally. Yeah. Okay. So looking – oh, real quick, folks. Some people have asked me, like, well, oh, why didn't you guys pick this game? You know, oh, you guys should have picked this game. Matt and I, we pick every single Big Ten game, and then we pick games that we think are of national importance. If you'd like us to pick a certain us. game, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. Even if we've already recorded the pod, we'll just pick it live right there, and we'll add it into next week. 100%. So 100%. If, if you want to see a game get picked, just let us FBS know. FBS or how FCS. we pick our criteria. Either. Either. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways, 
So, rolling through the games we agree on. We'll start with the Big Ten. We have Illinois hosting Wisconsin. We're both taking Wisconsin. Michigan is hosting Rutgers. We're both taking Michigan. Rutgers on a 2-0 uh, Big Ten streak, though. God. Watch no out. No team disappointed me more last week than Purdue. Good Lord. <laughs> Preach. Then we have Northwestern hosting Michigan State. We're both taking Michigan State. Iowa's hosting Minnesota. We're both taking Iowa. Purdue is hosting Nebraska. We're both taking the Boilermakers. Jump into national games. We have number 25, Iowa State Cyclones hosting number four, TCU Horn Frogs. Go Cyclones, baby. We're both taking Iowa State. Shout out, Eric. Shout out, Eric. Then we have number nine, Notre Dame hosting number 14, NC State. We're both taking NC State. On to games we disagree. In the Big Ten, we got University of Maryland hosting Indiana. I'm going Indiana. You're taking Maryland. Is this your rule that you decided to follow this week? I got a feeling it's going to be home teams this weekend, Evan. So I'm rolling with the Terrapins. Okay. Then we have number six, Ohio State Game of the week. hosting number two, Penn State. Game of the week. Game day in Columbus. I'm taking the Nittany Lions. I was very impressed with the way they played Michigan, especially with that defense. And I was very impressed with the way Penn State's defense played. I mean, Ohio, Michigan's has struggled. Michigan's offense has struggled, but their defense was dominant in the second quarter. Matthew, you're taking the Buckeyes. Well, one, one, we're in Columbus. Two, I told you my two-minute drill quarterback, JT Barrett. Three, I go back to uh, we've heard from our Ohio State fans. Shout out Megan Albertini. Uh, Ohio State is a team that grows into the team that it wants to be. Ohio State is a is an October November team, so I'm rolling Buckeyes. It's October. It's in I'll Columbus. That's not an easy place to play. And they're home dogs. You know, Urban Meyer's going to put that up on oh, the bulletin yeah. board. They're seven point home. Did dogs. Did stop you from picking Penn State? No, it did not. <laughs> Hashtag Quan Barkley for Heisman. All right, Matthew. Then we have number twenty two West Virginia hosting number eleven Oklahoma State. I'm picking Oklahoma State, the road team. I think. West Virginia is suspect, especially on defense. I really don't think they should be ranked that high. Just overall not. I mean, they're a decent team. I I have not been impressed by their team. I have consistently been impressed by the Oklahoma State team and specifically their offense. I think they'll get it done on the road in Morgantown. I got to roll Morgantown. I'm going with home teams this week. I think West Virginia's look decent. I, I haven't been overly impressed with Oklahoma State. They've been inconsistent. I was a big believer in Mason Rudolph coming into the season. Could have some firepower. It could very well be proven wrong Saturday. But for now, I'm rolling Mountaineers in Morgantown. Fair enough. All right, folks. It's been another week of 15-Minute U. Thank you so much for tuning in. We can't wait to hear what the feedback is at the water cooler this morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at 15MinuteU and on Twitter at 15MinuteU and Evan underscore 15MinuteU. Thank you so much. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Mason Rudolph, QB, we left off in the QB conversation. I don't think that it's been like... Just didn't have the season that I thought he was going to have, especially with that re- re- receiving core. True, true.